So overall, what would you rate that experience safety-wise? How would you say one through 10? Did you guys feel comfortable and safe in traveling on the show? I would just like to say, Belvin, speaking from a standpoint of working at Grady Hospital and also being trained to do COVID testing and as a PhD nurse, it was excellent. Okay. Well, hey, you, I like how you dropped those credentials so that everybody <laughs> knows. <laughs> Welcome. You're listening to the You Deserve a Luxury Vacation podcast, where I provide valuable information to help busy professionals plan their next luxury vacation. I'm your host, Belvin Baldwin II. So let the planning begin. Hello, busy professionals, and welcome to episode nine of the You Deserve a Luxury Vacation podcast. I'm excited because I will be interviewing some of my guests who just left their vacation in Cancun during this COVID-19 pandemic. They are going to give you the ins and outs of the vacation, everything from the airport, the flight, the hotel, the transfers and more. When we're done with this interview, you're going to get a better understanding of what is needed to take a vacation during the COVID-19 pandemic. So let's take a listen. Well, hello, everyone, and thank you for joining the You Deserve a Luxury Vacation podcast. I am happy to be joined by a few of my guests they have taken a vacation during the COVID-19 pandemic, and they're going to tell us all about it. So uh, first of all, let's just introduce them. Uh, can you introduce yourselves? We'll start off with you, Henry. Hello, everyone. Uh, I'm Henry Rawls, and uh, certainly flanked by my uh, most special half, and that's Karen Rawls, and I'm just glad to be here talking today. <laughs> that's good. That's always good to know. And we also have Aunt uh, James. This is James Hughes and my wife, Shawan, new wife as of April 24th. We're COVID newlyweds. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations, newlyweds. Thank you. Yes. So let's just get down to it. You know, why did you all take this vacation during this time? I'll start off Henry first. Why were you taking this vacation? I think my wife, Karen, can explain it for <laughs> very well. Well, we take a lot of vacations and... The reason that we chose to take this vacation is that we were looking for an opportunity to have a special celebration for our 34th wedding anniversary. Okay. Typically, we take vacations any, anywhere between four and six times a year. We do a lot of vacationing. And our favorite vacation up until this point was to go on a cruise. But of course, we do know that during the COVID-19 crisis, cruising is just not available and we probably wouldn't want to be on a cruise ship right now with the outbreaks occurring. And so Belvin was kind enough to take a look and see what was available and what we might enjoy doing. And we've been to Cancun several times, but we've never been to this particular resort. And so it turned out that it was a great choice and we're very happy that we did it. But it was really an effort to celebrate our 34th wedding anniversary. Okay, okay. And James, what about yourself? You and Jess Sure. <laughs> it's Shawan. I'm sorry. Did I? I'm, I apologize. I apologize. I should have said that before we even started this. <laughs> well, initially we were supposed to get married on April 24th, and we were, as you know, you had planned us this wonderful getaway, 
that we were going to Spain and we we're going to take a cruise and we we're going to do all this. We ended up having to cancel all of that because of COVID. So we've been looking for an opportunity to kind of squeeze in a honeymoon. And this was the perfect opportunity. And so we jumped on it. Okay, good, good. So I know, you know, you hear everything in the news, what's going on. We know about the COVID-19 pandemic. So did you have any concerns about safety prior to this? Yes. Both my sister, who is the other person on the call, and my wife both work in the medical field. So unfortunately, I get to hear stuff that you don't even hear on TV. So Mm -hmm. yeah, I had concerns. But one of the things that kind of made me feel a little better about it was the rate in Cancun is super low. I mean, Mm -hmm. their total rate is probably less than our daily reported rate. Okay. Okay. Well, that's always good to know. Let's just get right to it. We're going to go step by step through the vacation. So take me through it. You guys are flying out of the Atlanta airport, right? Yes. All right. Tell us about the uh, Atlanta airport, Karen. What did you see? Well, at the Atlanta airport, it was almost business as usual. The only difference is that they were social distancing in terms of the security area. We had opportunities if we wanted to, but no one was mandating for us to clean our hands. And then also we were wearing masks. And it was um, generally a good example of being careful, but I learned, as I'm sure you'll lead us into this other conversation, that when we got into Mexico, we learned that it was a lot more productive and a lot more successful in terms of cleanliness, in terms of being safe. In terms All right, of Karen, you're jumping, jumping ahead. <laughs> <laughs> With the Atlanta airport, did you have to wear masks? Was it mandatory or was it optional? I didn't see any signs that said it was mandatory. Um, okay. Most people were wearing masks, though. It, it was mandatory. With, it's on the website. It it's is on the website. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So it is mandatory. Okay. It is mandatory. They did have them there for you if you didn't have any. Okay. Okay. Great, great, great. So for the most part, you saw most of the people wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Okay, good, good. So now we're in the airport. What would you say? Is it busy? I mean, you've been there before. I mean, how would you rate it? 50% full, 40% full? What do you feel? I'd probably say 40%. Um, mm-hmm. Having done a lot of business travel, it wasn't nearly as crowded as I've seen it, especially based on the fact we were leaving on the weekend. Normally you go to the airport on a Friday or Saturday or even a Thursday evening and it's wall to wall packed. So I would probably give it a 40%. 40%. Okay. Okay. Which airline did you fly? Delta. So you were in Delta. Okay. Now, how was it different with Delta? Now, you know, Delta is still claiming that they're one of the few airlines who do not have the middle seat occupied. So what was your experience? Anybody? Like me and James went together, but they did have a seat in between us. So they, okay. that was true. Yeah, they didn't sell the middle seat. They but didn't. Also, in addition, in the waiting area, they had the seats blocked off to, yeah. prom- to promote the social distancing as well, which was kind of reassuring. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And with us coming back, though, it was a little different. Our role was completely filled. Oh, and I really? think it was just a mistake because the person that was sitting on the other side of Henry was scheduled to sit in that seat, but the aisle seat on the other side of him was empty. And so I think it was just a scheduling confusion. And so he just moved over to the aisle seat, even though he was scheduled to sit in the seat next to Henry. And Henry was sitting in the middle and I was sitting next to the window. So that whole row would have been closed and filled had 
the other Alcy not been left open. Okay. Okay. Mm, that's interesting. Interesting. So now that you're on the flight and you, you guys flown before COVID-19, of course, many of times, what did you see operationally different, especially when it came to, I'm pretty sure Cancun was what, a two and a half, three hour flight from Atlanta. How did they serve the snacks? Well, the snacks were all put together in a bag, in a bag that was sealed. And okay. so including the water. So everything that you got, you got as a package and a sealed package. And so I thought that was pretty cool. I think that was a good way of preventing the spread of germs. Okay. So everything was in a bag, all your snacks in one bag, including the water. So did you get a choice? Like, you, I know before they were rolling the cart down, you got a choice of pop. Well, I, I'm from Dayton, Ohio, so I say pop. <laughs> but uh, soda, juice or anything, nothing of that nature this time. We got water. Just water. You better <laughs> love it. Okay. Water and use your imagination from there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And in that... Uh, bag of Belvin was also some hand wipes mm-hmm. for folks okay. as well. So I think they, you know, made a pretty good attempt being Delta to to do the snack passing out in a sanitary way along those lines. Okay. Okay. Now let's say it's time to pick up the, the snacks. Everybody had their, you know, how did they do that? Did you have to put it back in the bag or did you just pass it along to the flight attendant as she's going down or he or she's going down the aisle? I'm a little bit of a, a personality, and so, okay. <laughs> so I put all my stuff in the bag. <laughs> it wasn't requested. Okay. <laughs> I didn't. I did too, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's the healthcare worker in us. <laughs> okay. But I put all my stuff back in the bag, and also I forgot to mention that when we got on the flight, they did give us wipes to wipe down the area that we were going to be seated in. Okay. Wow. All right. They're going the extra mile there. Now, what did the flight attendants wear? Uh, Did they wear the clear mask or just a regular mask that goes over your your nose and mouth like you would see? uh, Just a regular mask. Okay. 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 So now we've flown. We landed in Cancun. This is a foreign airport here, so we don't know what to expect. So tell us, what did you see that was different from the Atlanta airport? They did take your temperature and they had a, a station set up where as you walk by, they're checking everybody's temperature. Okay. I don't recall seeing it at Hartsfield. They literally had people in like little space suits. And as you walk down the aisle, they're checking everybody's temperature as you're walking through the little uh, gondolas or whatever you call those little things. Didn't realize what it was until we got by and you look back and they've got this giant monitor and you see these little heat signatures of everybody that walks wow. by. Wow. Okay. Yeah, and there, the two people in the suits are there too. If your temperature is high, you get a personal escort elsewhere. Oh, did you see anybody get a personal escort? One yes, person. one person. Oh, we were wow. asking my wife. I was like, hey, why are they there? And uh, she was like, look, they grabbed that lady over there. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Uh, do they make anybody take a COVID-19 test while they're there? Or did you see any? Think of yeah, that. I don't know that they did. But my guess is the way they were space suited up, they made them take something. Okay. They had to do a questionnaire, though. They did give us a questionnaire answering those COVID questions about your temperature yeah. and have you traveled outside the country within the last, what, 14 days or 30 mm-hmm. days? And okay. if you've been around anyone yes. where you may have been exposed to COVID, which now that I think back on it, Shawana and I probably should have answered yes since we're in the hospital. <laughs> 
I think you guys would have been locked in there now. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't got through. <laughs> I think, yeah, you guys would have got locked in. But what about your luggage? Did they do anything different to your luggage in the airport? Nothing I know of. Okay, okay. You've both been through Cancun before. I mean, you know, if you've lived in Atlanta, we fly to Cancun a lot. Once you got through customs, was there anything different? Did you solve as compared to anything else? Uh, Not really. There were sanitizing stations and things like that. Things got a little bit different once you got outside to the transportation. Okay. I mean, they usually have a lot of people waiting to pick you up in a different variety of different companies there. Was that still the same? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. But all of them had on masks and they all had hand sanitizer to put on your hands. Okay. Um, Before you got in the vehicle. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, they pretty much sprayed you down before you got in. Before you got in any vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So that's where my next question was going. So we're talking about the transfers from the airport to the hotel. So you guys had two different transfers, right? You didn't travel together. Right. Okay. Henry, you, you guys describe yours and then you, uh, James, you guys are next. Okay. So tell me how yours went there. It was a private transportation. You know, we had the typical Henry and Karen Rawls, uh, you know, name pulled up. <laughs> okay, so to be able to identify because uh, in typical of Cancun, for those who traveled, you know that there is a myriad of people who will say they're part of whatever's supposed to pick you up, but they're not really <laughs> those. But that had nothing to do with COVID, realistic. Okay. But as we were escorted to our transportation, the uh, driver was sanitizing everything, the outside and inside of the uh, of the shuttle and kind of wanted to spray us as we were getting <laughs> out too. You know, but I being married to a health professional, you know, I understand and I was totally cool with that because we're on vacation and it's better to be over than, than under as far as this situation is concerned. Okay. You know, from an international standpoint and uh, it was a good experience as far as I was concerned with the transportation both going to the resort and going from the resort back to the airport. Okay. And then the other thing that I'd like to add to it is that when we actually got ready to get into the shuttle, they had us to step on to this, I don't know, it was like plastic with finger things, doormat that had sanitizer on it Mm. to sanitize our shoes even. And so after you stepped on that, then you had to step on another rug to kind of dry the sanitation off. They sprayed inside the shuttle. And then after they sprayed inside the shuttle, then they would put hand sanitizer on your hands and make you clean your hands. Then you could finally get in the shuttle and sit down. (laughs) Yeah. The thing with the feet, that was something I hadn't seen or even heard of before, but that was pretty commonplace. Every building you entered while we were in Cancun, you had to sanitize your feet. They do your hands. You expect that, but I wasn't expecting the sanitizing your feet. So it kind of caught us off guard the first time. We were kind of like, huh? (laughs) Then you have the language barrier, and they're kind of pointing at your feet. And I was like, yeah, I like my shoes, too. (laughs) (laughs) So the Hughes, now you tell us, we kind of went over the foot. and Tell me about the driving experience. Was there a plastic barrier in between you guys or? There was not, but the driver did tell us that we were in a, what was it, 14-person van. They said they're limited to, it was either four or six people. It was only four, yeah. And we actually lucked up because there, it wasn't that many people 
coming in, we ended up on a van by ourselves, on a 14-passenger van by ourselves. Okay. The driver had on his mask and everything like that the entire time. But it was a seat in between us. So we sat on the second row instead of the first row. Right. He did make sure to put us on the row, skip a row. So it was him, an empty row, and then us. All right. All right. So overall, what would you rate that experience safety-wise? How would you say one through 10? Did you guys feel comfortable and safe in traveling on the show? I would just like to say, Belvin, speaking from a standpoint of working at Grady Hospital, and also being trained to do COVID testing. And as a PhD nurse, it was excellent. Okay. Well, hey, you, I like how you dropped those credentials. So <laughs> everybody knows. <laughs> That's all right. So let's take it here. We've gone from the uh, flight from Atlanta, gone through Cancun Airport. We're in the shuttle, transfers, everything's okay. Now we made it to the luxury all-inclusive resort. Okay, so you guys are there. Walk me through the transfer to check-in. What did they do to make sure that you felt safe and, and comfortable? You get out, and uh, again, they first thing they they do before you could get a high hello or anything, they're squirting your hands with sanitizer. Okay. And then once you do that, then you have to sanitize your feet. And then once you do that, then you're allowed inside. Everybody is masked up. Okay. Um, everybody's walking around with hand sanitizer. And then they walk you over to the check-in, which was really interesting. They had a little container and it had a pin and the container was divided in half. It said under sanitation and sanitized. So you knew which pin to pick up. Like if a pin had been used, it went on the to be sanitized side. And if it had been sanitized, it was on the sanitized side. They give you the sanitized pin to even check in. Oh, so they're making sure even if when you're writing in your name on your reservation and, and signing, that pen is always sanitized as well. Right. Okay. Wow. Okay. So and, there, going. and there they did have plastic shields. Did they have plastic shields there? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. In front of them. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they had plastic shields. Yeah. Okay. Plastic shields over, over the face at check-in there. Well, actually just a plastic, like what you see at the a, a restaurants barrier. now, a little yeah. plastic barrier. Oh, Okay. Kind of like the restaurants and then at the bank, a little exactly. a little yep. shield there. Okay, got it, got it. So now you're staying at LeBlanc. You're staying at one of the top resorts there in Cancun. What is the occupancy rate? Is it crowded? Is What did you guys see? Not it wasn't at all. crowded at first. It, okay. it was less than 50% for sure. Uh, probably right. more like 30, 35%, which when we got in. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's the first time I've been anywhere, and anytime you go out to the pool, there are open loungers everywhere. Mm. Like the swim-up bar, there were times we were the only two sitting at the swim-up bar most of the time. Okay. Perfect. Which made it perfect. Okay. Well, that's a great way to spend a honeymoon, then. I mean, (laughs) so you're there. It's at probably less than 50% rate. The bellman takes you to the room. Is there anything that says this room has been checked or is there a certification that this room has already been cleaned to meet COVID-19 standards? Anything of yeah, that nature? Yeah, there was uh, tape across the door, I noticed. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so I guess when they sanitize it, they must put a tape over it. And okay. then so the, you have to break the tape to actually go in. Oh, really? Okay. And we didn't have bell people. We had butlers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, you did. You did have butlers. 
how did your butlers make your stay feel welcome? Awesome. Yeah. Right. I wanted to bring them home. Yeah. <laughs> uh, He's really very attentive. Yeah. They're very attentive. I mean, just the yeah. amount of things that they can do and mix into that technology. We had an app on our phone where you could tell the butler what you wanted him to do. You could schedule a time. They'd come in and make your bath. They come in and do aromatherapy in your room. Uh, you could get scented pillows delivered, whatever you wanted. Handcrafted soap. Handcrafted soaps. You put it in the <laughs> app and magically the butler shows up with it. <laughs> well, that's a good feeling. I mean, what was your favorite scent when it came to the aromatherapy? Lavender. It was the romance. I like romance. Lavender. Did anybody pick the pillows? We did. We did. We did. Okay. We tried two different pillows. We did. What was the first one? One was chamomile and lavender. And I don't know what the second one was. I don't remember the second one. I like the second one better. I just can't yeah. tell you what the fragrance was. Okay. Okay. Let's take it out there. So you've been in your room. You have everything. Do they still have the liquor dispensers or anything? Is that different? Okay. So yeah, they still have those. Still there. Still there. Okay, so let's take it outside. You said you were swimming, you know, you went to the pool and, and things. It Was it pretty much spread out? You didn't have anybody sitting next to you that much as far as on the deck by the Not pool? on the pool deck. They have what I would call a staff, basically. It's a six-foot stick, yeah. and they're going from lounger to lounger, making sure the loungers are spread apart. It was interesting because we kind of had to break the rules because one day we were all four out there, and we wanted to sit together. <laughs> So we kind of scooted our little stuff together, but then they made sure the ones on the outside of us were Yeah, they literally walk around with that stick, making sure the loungers are spaced apart. Okay. Right. And they also spray them. Yeah. I just, they yeah. clean them thoroughly. I felt like that I was Clorox queen the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so they're cleaning it thoroughly. So what Constantly. about, did you guys order any food while at the pool or take any yes. food? Now, how was that experience? It was good. What you do is you order, they come around and they order it electronically. They have this, looks like an iPad, but it's inside plastic. Okay. So even the iPad doesn't get touched. So it's inside plastic. And then they have on gloves and they have on a mask. And so you tell them what you want and they put it into the iPad. And then they tell you how long it's going to take before they can get it out to you. Mm-hmm. And you don't move. They just bring everything to you, which I thought was a, a real good way to, to keep the spread down as well, because okay. it keeps people from going, walking all back and forth and up and down in the same pathway. And once you order and they tell you what time your food is coming, they bring the food to you and set it up for you right there where you are. And then they also have the hand sanitizer for you when they come. Good, good. So they make sure that you're, everything is taken care of. You really don't have to move. That is the pool experience. Let's just say now we talked a bit, a little bit about the takeout food. Let's talk about a restaurant experience. How does that work? Let's name a restaurant. Which restaurant did you guys attend together while you Luminaire. were there? Luminaire. Yeah, Luminaire was definitely the, the, the best, best one. They were all awesome, but Luminaire is... The experience. were 10s. Luminaire is a 15. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. What was the cuisine? French. French. Okay. Did you eat there more than once during your stay? We did. (laughs) (laughs) What would you guys recommend? I would recommend the duck 
Mm-hmm. And then I would also recommend, gosh, I could tell you everything. I would recommend the duck for the meal. And then the catch of the day was really good. But also the experience, there was an experience in terms of eating that was mm-hmm. really, really cool. We, I had a, what they call salmon, but really it's, <laughs> it's a big, thick cut of smoked salmon. Uh-huh. And the presentation is what was so exciting. They presented to you, but they also present a small bowl that has grapefruit, mint, and lime sitting on hot ice. Hmm. Pour water over it, and so the aroma comes to you, and it comes to you as you eat the salmon. And Hmm. I've never had anything like that before, and it was just amazing. Great, great. Anybody try to escargot? Yes. It was very good. I I had more than one (laughs) (laughs) each time I went, and uh, it was very good, too delicious. And I've had a lot of escargot around the uh, the world, so they did a good job. Okay. All right. I had the lamb, basically like a lamb kebab. It was awesome. And then we had like three entrees on our table at once. (laughs) It was beef cheek. Beef cheek. Which that we had never tried, but it was delicious. Yeah. Okay. Um, Tastes like pulled pork, though. Pulled beef. Yeah. Yeah. It was was that you had the little steak thing. A beef medallion. A beef medallion. But and you're gonna laugh, but my favorite part is they have this bread that's like eighty percent butter, twenty percent flour. It is the softest, most delicate, delicious thing you ever had. Oh wow! Wow! I like that. I like that description. So tell me when you're ordering, did they give you a menu or was it the barcode thing or how did it work? They gave you a choice. We opted for the old school, give us a physical menu, but you could have scanned it with the barcode and had it on your uh, smart device. Okay. Now, great. So you gave us a beautiful description of the restaurant. Did anybody partake in the spa? Yes. Oh, okay. I was wondering. It was a little hesitation there. (laughs) Juan, I'm going to let you tell about that wonderful experience that we had in the spa. Which one? The fish spa? The fish. (laughs) Yeah, we did get the um, fish spa, which was awesome. It was a new experience for both me and Karen. Okay. Um, I think Karen laughed the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) You're ticklish there? You just stick your feet in the... um, It's a bowl full of little... I don't know what kind of fish they are. Um, right. They eat the dead cells off your, the bottom of your feet. Okay. All right. And once you're done, you feel like a brand new baby. <laughs> so that is a good experience. Great experience. So what about the safety there? What did you feel comfortable? Yes. In the spa? They, actually, they actually washed our feet and stuff before we actually sat in. They actually cleaned it thoroughly before we actually sat in the little chair for the fish spa. Okay. Did you guys take any excursions during the vacation? Mm-hmm. Okay, so how safe were they? What precautions did they have during the excursion? And what excursion did you take? Uh, J- James, you want to tell about the uh, manly excursion we took? <laughs> <laughs> Henry and I did the ATV. We thought that would be an easy way to keep safe distance. Um, again, on the ride over there, you've got to sanitize in and out of the vehicle. Once you get there, they ask you a bunch of questions. They take your temperature. And then once we got on the ATVs, because it's not that there weren't that many people there, it was just the two of us and the instructor. And we had a ball. We were all over and up and through the jungle and everywhere else. Okay. 
Well, good, good. So, I mean, you got to go through the jungle. You still kept your social distancing. Nobody fell off the bike, right? I mean, off the ATV, right? <laughs> no, <laughs> but we did see alligators and being smart people, James and I, we made sure we social distanced from them. <laughs> okay, good, good. Oh, well, it sounds like this has been a great vacation. Belvin, we also took a catamaran um, excursion. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. A nighttime one a, with dinner and everything? Or nope. What? It was afternoon into dinner um, catamaran, and they served uh, lunch. Okay. And uh, stopped at various different areas for us to look in the water. And then, of course, Henry and, and James got in the water and snorkeled a little bit. Myself and Shawan are not swimmers, so we cheered them on. <laughs> <laughs> well, did they at least give you guys a life jacket? They had life jackets on the water. Okay. The we were in the ocean and it was probably where we were, maybe 25 feet deep, maybe 30 feet deep. If they feet can't touch the water, they ain't that full. Okay. Okay. <laughs> great, great. Well, it sounds like you guys had a spectacular vacation. I really want you, thank you for sharing this with us. I think this kind of helps everybody for future trips, what to expect. Uh, going different places. We all know each destination has their own requirements. For example, some of the Caribbean islands, you have to take a COVID-19 test once you arrive there. And some destinations also make you have a take a test that has to have a, a negative result within five days of traveling. Each location has a different criteria. Is there anything, any lessons you've learned for future travel? And do you expect to travel anytime uh, soon, even though we're still in the pandemic? As far as lessons learned, I think that we in the United States could take some information that we experienced in Mexico and use it here uh, to stop the spread. And yes, Henry and I do plan to go again soon, maybe in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we want to go back, hopefully, to Cancun. So we'll be talking more about that with you. But yeah, I think that Mexico has a good idea of what it is that they're doing. And the thing is that they're consistent. They're consistent in what they're using for their policy and protocol to stop the spread and to decrease um, the amount of COVID outbreaks that they're having. And so I think that's why they're having better success at it. Uh, when we checked, Cancun didn't have that many outbreaks before we went. And I think that it's still the same or lower even now. And I do believe it's related to the fact that they are very much all doing the same thing at the same time. Okay. Great, great, great. Well, that's all good to hear. And I appreciate that. I, once again, I thank the Rawls and the Hughes for taking the time out to give not only me, but a, a lot of our listeners an idea of what to expect out there. And it's been great. I know you guys had a good time. I enjoyed the pictures and, and everything else. So thank you again. Thank you so much. And always remember, everybody, it's okay. Relax. This is serious. Make sure that you do wear your mask. And when you're ready, contact us because you deserve a luxury vacation. Have a good one. Right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, busy professionals. Thank you for listening to the You Deserve a Luxury Vacation podcast. If you like the show, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. This helps other busy professionals like yourself find the podcast. 
if you want help planning a luxury vacation, please visit ShowtimeTravel.com. Also, you will be able to get more valuable tips and behind-the-scenes footage by following me on social media. You can find me on YouTube under Showtime Travel, LinkedIn under Belvin Baldwin II, Instagram under Showtime Travel, and my personal Luxury Travel by Belvin. Thanks again, and remember, you deserve a luxury vacation. Thank you.